We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, And then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this Thursday afternoon. My telephone number is 877 Bob Live, 877 262 uh, it, it, today is another day when I've just got so much to share with you. I've got something i got to get off my chest. I've got good news on our slave campaign. Oh, boy, do I have good news on that. But uh, let, me, let me get this off my chest first, all right? And then we'll get to the really good news, the news of the day, and so forth. Uh, if you were listening... Uh, I think yesterday and the day before both, I uh, I made the point that when something horrible, tragic like the school shooting in Texas happens, uh, the liberal left, and I want to say this carefully, cautiously, and compassionately, because I have been very critical of anyone who uses a disaster like this for political reasons. And I don't want to do that, but I do want to point out the incredible insanity of the liberal left when something like this happens. All right, now, I've said this several times in the last two days. The liberal left doesn't have an answer. So I told you, if if you listen regularly, I told you several times yesterday, and I believe the day before as well. This is the phrase you are going to hear over and over and over again. Well, we have to do something. 
I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten from liberal organizations, liberal activists, and quotes on news sources. We've got to do something. The President of the United States said, we've got to do something. It, it, it makes them feel better. Well, just before we went on the air, I had the TV monitor on, and Geraldo Rivera was on a panel discussion about what to do to keep our kids safe in schools and so forth. And so he is literally shouting, gun control, you got to have gun control. There's no reason we got to have gun control and blah, 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 blah. He says there's no reason why an 18-year-old should have a semi-automatic weapon. We need to pass laws that would prohibit minors, uh, people under 21, from having semi-automatic weapons and so on. And I don't know that I would oppose that. I don't know that an 18-year-old should have a semi-automatic weapon for just his own personal—anyway, that's that's another day, another discussion. But two of the other panelists said, well, the real evidence and the facts are those laws really don't help. Statistically, factually, greater gun control laws— don't really help. And I am not making this up. Geraldo gets red in the face, blood vessels popping out on his neck, and he begins screaming, if it's only a 1% solution, at least we did something. We have to do something, and something is better than nothing. Think Think about the lunacy of that. It would be like you go to your doctor, and your doctor says, "Um, I am so sorry to tell you, but you have terminal cancer, and you probably have four weeks to live. And you say, my goodness, well, are there treatments what what can I do? And your doctor looks you straight in the eye and says, I really suggest that you you take extra strength Tylenol. And you say, well, is that a treatment for cancer? Well, it will take 1% of the pain and suffering away. But at least... It's something. At least it's something. But doctor, is there treatment available? Yeah, probably. Well, what's the treatment? Well, we need to do at least something. So here's a bottle of Tylenol. And that's that's what the liberal left is suggesting. Tylenol for terminal cancer. We have a cancer in our country. We have turned our back on God. Our society has been evil and wicked. We have rejected God's principles. We have removed God from our schools. Prayer is not allowed. The Bible is not allowed. 
Devotional time is not allowed. Even moments of silence are not allowed. God has been evicted from our entire educational system. God has been evicted from our government. And we're reaping the consequences. The entertainment industry has become vile and wicked and violent. And we're filling our kids with unspeakable violence. And the politicians want to pass this law, that law. Will it really help? Probably not. Hasn't helped before. Hasn't helped in other countries where they've passed laws. But here's the phrase, and you will hear it. I promise you, you will hear it. At least we're doing something, and something is better than nothing. Uh, it's just, it's insanity. It really is. Um, and I just, I just had to get that off my chest because I, I had told you this for the last two days, and here is Geraldo. I mean, he is screaming. We've got to do something. Something is better than nothing. Not always. Now, all right, uh, before we go into the break, and and I've got about 60 seconds to do this, if you're a regular listener, you know we have been setting slaves free in northern Sudan. And when we went off the air yesterday, you folks had given enough to set 34 slaves free. And we were, I don't remember, 40 or $50 away from our 35th slave. And I told you about it and gave you the phone number to call, 877-882-0792. Well, my goodness, you responded again. And right now, right now, we're at $9,800. Our goal was 8200 And you, together, we have set 39 slaves free. Our goal was 33. We're now at 39. It is possible that we could hit 40. It is possible. A couple of days ago, that was unthinkable. Now, if you want to get involved, uh, the campaign will end officially tomorrow. Done, over, finished, tomorrow. This blows my mind, folks. Blows my mind. If you want to get involved, $250 frees a slave. 877-882-0792. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I'm, I'm going to get back into the uh, news of the day to share with you. I, I really am. But I just, I, I, I just got to be completely honest with you. Um, when I got the update from Christian Solidarity International. Um, 
It was either late this morning or b- very early afternoon. I got the update of what all came in yesterday and what you folks had pledged. And uh, I looked down at the number, and, and my jaw just dropped. I'm serious. Um, this just blew my mind. We started out with a goal of setting 33 slaves free in northern Sudan. It takes $250 apiece. And you have now given enough to set 39 free. Actually, 39.2. Uh, with about 200 a little over $200, we could be at 40 slaves. Our goal was 33. A little over $200, we could be at 40. These are real people. The money is irrelevant. These are real slaves who have been living in slavery at least since 2005. And I just, it is hard for me even to imagine the joy, the excitement, the praise God, hallelujah time when these slaves are told, you're free. Let's go home. And they begin traveling at night because it's dangerous in North Sudan. They begin traveling at night. Sometimes it takes four, five, six days. They walk at night, hide during the day. And then they finally get to southern Sudan, where they are met by a team from CSI, Christian Solidarity International. There they are welcomed home. They're given a Bible. They are told that people who love Jesus in America have set them free. They begin counseling. They've been slaves for years. And then they're given everything they need to begin a brand new life. Everything that they need to get established and begin a new life. And um, because of your generosity, 39 are going to be making that journey to freedom. In the name of Jesus. And we're close to 40. So we have exceeded our goal, and I just I couldn't wait to share that with you today. That's why this audience is legendary. You are famous. All right, here's the number. Uh, the campaign shuts down tomorrow, but you can still give today, 877-882-0792. 877-882-0792. For every $250, a slave goes free. 877-882-0792. Or you can still go online at thewordcolumbus.com. Click on the CSI banner, Christian Solidarity International. And we'll just see where this thing goes. Again, I am... I'm just... Praise God, hallelujah, praise the Lord for your generosity, your sacrificial giving. Thank you. All right, back uh, to here in Ohio headline. Ohio's Supreme Court rejects General Assembly redistricting maps for fifth 
time. Now, if you uh, if you read the news media at all here in central Ohio, it's those wicked, evil Republicans. Well, if you look deeply into this, this whole mess is just as much the fault of the Democrats and the Ohio Supreme Court, which really should have kept their nose out of this. According to the Constitution of the state of Ohio, this is a legislative issue, not a judicial issue. So anyway, they rejected it for the uh, fifth time. The bottom line is a federal court, which trumps the Ohio court, has said that if a, uh, a new map is not accepted, by the Ohio Supreme Court, then it would revert to Map 3, which was the third map drawn up by the Ohio Redistricting Commission. And so it looks like that's what's going to happen. The Ohio Supreme Court has given them until June 3rd. Well, the federal court said that if they don't have an acceptable map by May 28th, they could adopt the rejected map number three. So why in the world the Ohio Supreme Court said you've got to have new maps by June 3rd when a federal court has said it's all over, done, and finished on May 28th? It is confusing. It is embarrassing, I think, for our state But don't listen to the news media and don't put all of the blame on the Republicans. Oh, I think they bear some of it. I think they could have handled it better. I do. But um, again, if you look deep into it, the Democrats are just as much to blame. All right, quick break. We'll be back. 